Hey, you. it's me, Erica, with the Esoterica Podcast. Thank you so much for being here today with me. It's December 21st, the Grand Conjunction. We're going to talk about the Christmas star that is going to look like the Christmas star between Saturn and Jupiter coming together to kiss in the sky at zero degrees Aquarius. I want to say Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, however you celebrate the season, I want to say thank you for celebrating it with me. I'm sending you warm wishes of tidings and of joy. In this podcast, I'm going over some data that is from a video that I uploaded to my YouTube video page earlier. I pulled cards. I would love for you to go over there and watch more of it. I actually tried to get that audio portion to transfer to my podcast and it wouldn't work for me. So we did an alternate version because I was not going to leave my listeners out. The last time that a conjunction like this occurred in the sky, in this part of the sky, was around 600 years ago. This is the dawning and the promise of a new age for us. Thank you so much for being here with me. I appreciate your time and energy. And I'm extending again very warm holiday wishes to you and yours. Let's talk about this conjunction, y'all, and see how it plays out for each of the 12 signs of the zodiac. See you on the other side. Hey, it's Erica. I'm going to go quickly through the signs and talk about the houses that the Grand Conjunction is occurring in. I'm also going to throw in where we are going to be experiencing a square from Uranus in Taurus. And these squares are meant to make us act, to make us move, to make us grow. It can feel like friction, but friction refines. It makes things better after a while. Growth also involves growing pains. So understand that unmitigated growth is not good in certain areas. And growing involves growing pains sometimes. I'm going to start with Aquarius and work my way through the signs. I hope you enjoy this. If you want more information or to hear about the cards that was pulled for you earlier today in regards to this grand seeding of the next 20 years of our reality, it's the dawning of a new age for us really in many ways. Let's get to it. Aquarius, Saturn and Jupiter are joining in your first house of who you are as a person so this is the seeding of who you are going to be for the next 20 years. The square is coming from Uranus and Taurus in your fourth house of home, roots, stability, and foundation. It's family. But it can also be the literal foundation of your home. Pisces. The grand conjunction is occurring in your 12th house. And this is secrets, the dream space, isolation, institutions. It's 
illusions and self-undoing. It can be addiction as well. The square is occurring from your third house. And this is your communication, short distance trips, siblings, cousins, neighbors, and the neighborhood. Be careful while you're driving. Do not drink and drive. And if you have any secrets, your skeletons may be rattling a little loud. Aries. This is occurring in your 11th house. The grand conjunction is occurring in your 11th house of social networking and social media. This can be online or face-to-face, -face, but it's the groups, memberships, teams, and associations that you belong to. The square is coming from your second house of self-esteem, self-worth, money, earning ability, possessions, the things that you would call mine, Taurus. This grand conjunction is occurring for you in the 10th house. I like to think of the 10th house as through the theme of the William Shakespeare quote, all the world is a stage. The 10th house is a stage that you approach the world on and it's how the world knows you. It's through your career, your reputation, your status. Also through your dealings with authorities and possibly being an authority in your field of expertise. The square is coming from your first house, who you are fundamentally. I can see many Torians having a difficult time with who they are, who they are now versus who they were and who they want to be. Gemini, this grand conjunction is occurring for you in the ninth house of higher education, long distance trips, foreign people, foreign places, foreign things, the study of higher minded ideals, astrology, metaphysics, the like, possibly foreign language. It would be a great time for you to learn a foreign language. The square is occurring from your 12th house of isolation and dream space. It's secrets, it's illusions, it's delusion. It can be addiction. It can be institutions as well. Cancer. This grand conjunction is occurring in your eighth house of life, death, and rebirth. It's the house of the blood and guts of it all. It's the surgery you have. You don't talk about the details at the dinner table. The debts that you owe or the debts that are owed to you, you don't talk about at the dinner table. It's the things that you keep private. It can also be taboo or intimate issues. The square is coming from your 11th house of social networking and social media online and face-to-face, -face. groups, memberships, teams, associations that you have as well. Leo, this grand conjunction is occurring in your seventh house. The seventh house is the house of the other. It's the people that you deal with on a regular basis. It's the house of relationships, but it doesn't have to be your intimate relationships. That would be more fifth and eighth house, in my opinion. But the seventh house are people that you deal with regularly. It's also the house of open beef and open litigation. The square is occurring for you in the 10th house, that William Shakespeare house, that all the world is a stage house. That it's, the, it's how the world knows you through your career, your status and your reputation, your dealings with authority figures, and possibly being an authority figure in your field of expertise. Virgo. This grand conjunction is occurring for you in the sixth house. This is your daily grind. This is your work and health. This is your to-do list. It can also be your pets. 
It's the competency and skills you bring to the services that you provide as well. The square is coming from the ninth house. It could be that there are a lot of you Virgos that are wondering if you should go or pursue higher education to help put another feather or two in your cap. We could talk more about higher education. I think trade schools would be the better investment right now. Ninth house deals with higher education, long distance trips, foreign people, foreign places, foreign things. Um, foreign language would also be a good thing for you to pick up, especially dealing with your sixth house um, square. It could be extra money in your pocket in the end if you put in the time to learn it. <clears throat> Libra. This green conjunction is occurring for you in the fifth house of recreation and romance. In the house of children, it's the house of your creations if you're an artist, but it's your, it's your social sphere and your social circle. The square is occurring from the eighth house. I could see some Libras actually popping up pregnant, especially with this grand conjunction occurring. The last time we had any sort of a taste of a grand conjunction in air was back in the 80s, early 80s, and it was in Libra, your sign. The square's the eighth house. That's life, death, and rebirth. It's the taboo things. It's the intimate things. It's the things you don't talk about at the dinner table. Scorpio, this grand conjunction is occurring for you in the fourth house of home, family, roots, stability, and foundation. The square is coming from the seventh house, and these are your relationships with other people. It can also be open beef or open litigation. Sagittarius, this grand conjunction is occurring in your third house of siblings, cousins, neighbors, and the neighborhood. It's your short distance trips, your commute and communication devices, and how you communicate. I think that's the most important thing. The square is coming from your sixth house of work and health, daily life, and to-do list. It's also your pets, but it can be the competency and skills you bring to the services that you provide as well. For Capricorn, this grand conjunction is occurring in your second house. It's a nice place to have a grand conjunction to be seeding the next 20 years of energy. I hope you're doing positive things with a Capricorn. I hope you felt the energy shift dramatically for you when Saturn and Jupiter left your sign. I hope you can breathe a little easier now. The second house is the house of your money, earning ability and resources. It's your self-esteem. And it's. I also consider the things that you call mine, second house things. The square is coming from your fifth house, and this is the house of recreation, romance, and your children. I could see some of you Capricorns dealing with children wanting a lot more now that the energy has shifted and you are a little more buoyant. If it's not children, then it's you wanting to spoil yourself. But COVID's kind of getting in the way, isn't it? The zero degree grand conjunction in Aquarius is giving us the beginning point. It's not going to feel like a light switched on, more like a dimmer. 
more like the sunrise. When the sun rises, it doesn't just go from dark to light. There's a gradual brightening. I think that's the best way to think of it. So those are the grand conjunction houses where they're hitting for each of the signs. I'm going to shift now to a little bit of a Twitter thread that um, I started. If you follow me on Twitter, you would have probably already seen it. But I asked my cards, what does Saturn moving into Aquarius hold for humanity? And I used the Psychic Tarot Oracle deck from John Holland. And the first card that I pulled was Spiritual Union, which deals with balance and duality. Now is the perfect time to recognize that all relationships in your life are meant to teach you something that you can't learn on your own. Relationships are a mirror and can reflect how well you treat yourself or highlight the lack thereof. The second card is positive movement forward, dealing with organizational power. This card, <clears throat> pardon me, this card is coming forward to honor and recognize those in service to humanity in the fields of art, design, music, and education. Follow and build on your passion, even if it's a side hustle. It's moving your soul to, to your highest good. The next card was hope, authority, and strength. The hope card appears when you need to be reminded that the impossible can become possible. Intuitive gifts may appear or grow stronger for you. Lean into this. It will guide you. Maintain optimism. This is the equivalent of the star card in the tarot. The universe. Harmony, loyalty, and responsibility. Now is the time to truly acknowledge and honor the magical soul that you are. It is time to accept the vital parts that you play in the grander scheme of life. Remember, you are made of stardust, darling. Act like it. Big world card vibes, which is also a Saturnian resonance. The last card was truth. It deals with choices and reflection. A wake-up call for some to initiate their spiritual awakening. Evaluations of the past can yield lessons rich in meaning if given the time to deeply reflect on them. What was once not seen will soon be obvious and the realizations will bring understanding. Tonight's the night, y'all. I hope you go outside and check out Jupiter and Saturn kissing each other at zero degrees of Aquarius, where we are con concreting an idea that quality human works can endure beyond the worker's lifespan. Reinforce your work. Reinforce your work. Don't let it crumble under the strain of Uranus and Taurus. Reinforce where you're getting that square from. It will help you in the long run. I'm sending you a lot of love. I hope you're well. My dog just decided to uh, 
bump the mic. I think it's time for us to go outside. Sending you peace, love, blessings, growth, and abundance as we walk into the dawning of this new age. I love you, and I'll be around again soon. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye.